0: Hey, Disney fans, looking for the latest in Disney news?
1: And interviews with some of Disney's biggest stars?
2: Well, have we got the podcast for you.
0: Welcome to D23 Inside Disney.
2: I'm Jeffrey from D23.
1: I'm Sherry from Oh My Disney.
0: And I'm Tony from Good Morning America. And together, we're taking you Inside Disney.
2: Hello, my friends.
1: Hello. Hello. My dear podcast family. (laughs)
2: <laughs> mm. And it is with heavy heart that I say that our podcast family is changing again as it evolves. Dear listeners, I am sad to report this is the last podcast that we will have the fabulous Toni Morrison with us. Toni, why don't you uh, fill us all in? Well, first off, my bad.
0: <laughs> no. But
2: guess some
0: bittersweet Toni Morrison news to share. This is, my friends, my last episode with you as co-host of this fantastical podcast. I've chosen to pursue a really once-in-a-lifetime opportunity that's going to be outside of GMA, ABC News, and Disney. But, you know, once Disney family, always Disney family. And it's really fun. I grew up here as an adult, I guess you could say, in my time at GMA in the last almost seven years. And obviously Mm -hmm. I have some Disney roots from way back in the day uh, with our friends at the parks and Mm -hmm. podcasting with the two of you guys, especially in the time we have all been through. (laughs) I mean, I am just so infinitely grateful to both of you and to our listeners who keep coming back for more Disney news and for that giddy optimism, which is so genuine and so palpable. just want you Mm -hmm. to know that. I absolutely take a piece of this with me and I can't wait to cheer this team on from the other side as we all do this thing called life together so thank you guys this has been a blast and the most magical ever
1: Uh, well Tony we still get you for one more episode
2: you sure do (laughs) and I'm gonna milk it (laughs) yes yes and have you been doing any Disney stuff this week Tony
0: you know, I have Jeffrey, I actually got one of the last few things I get to screen, I got to take a peek at the film Prey, mm. which is coming Ooh. to Hulu, August 5th, Friday, August 5th. It's the newest entry in the Predator franchise coming to us from 20th Century Studios. Listen, I'm not too much like a thriller, suspense, horror, like flick person, but you know, this is, this is pretty, pretty good watch, I gotta say
1: oh i can't wait to watch it Mm -hmm. i gotta get caught up on the franchise i mean i'm
2: already a little scared to hear that i'm like i already (laughs) get scared just hearing like the just i'm like "Mm." i watched like the trailer i'm like nope nope too scary too scary.
1: (laughs) jeffrey what have you Uh, been up to
2: i watched lego star wars summer vacation which i i got an advanced look at that it debuts this weekend on disney plus it is so freaking funny I was in stitches the whole time and there's, there's so many in jokes and I cannot wait. And of course, our friend and unofficial fourth co-host or now maybe unofficial third co-host event, Nicole Brown <laughs> is fabulous. It, yeah, it's great. I highly recommend it. Five lightsabers. That's I know, like cool. instead of five, five death stars. No, that sounds bad. Ooh. Five lightsabers. <laughs> there we go. Anyway. Keep going. Uh, no, I'm not going to keep going because we have a lot of news to get through to before we get to our fantastic guest, the incredible, the delightful, lovely Marcus Scribner, who's oh, now so starring. Nice. Uh, so great, star of the Freeform series Grownish. Of course, we all know him as Junior from Blackish. He also provided voices for The Good Dinosaur and Ron's Gone Wrong, and we talk about all that and a big can of Disney Parks. So, <laughs> but Tony, why don't you kick us off with some news? Totally.
0: Well, we begin this week by celebrating the incredible life of Pat Carroll, who famously mm. was the voice of Ursula in The Little Mermaid. She passed away this week at the age of 95. Wow. She got the chance to reprise that iconic role of Ursula in several Little Mermaid sequels, spin-offs, and even theme park attractions, yeah, as we are... Truly, we are truly fortunate souls to have been lent her voice and talents over the years.
2: Mm -hmm. So well said. a shout out to Pat Carroll. Indeed. I actually met her years ago. She, (laughs) interesting story. One of my neighbors in my building named Jeff, also coincidence, he was friends (laughs) with her and she was over at his house and he knew I was a big Pat Carroll fan. So (laughs) he invited me over and I got to meet her and chat with her just in our condo. Building it was like so cool, casual. Oh, what a great memory!
1: Ah, you got to be part of her world. Oh, look Aww. what you did there!
2: Look what you did there. <laughs> well, in some big news, lots of D23 Expo news came out uh, later last week. This week, Marvel making an epic return to D23 Expo. They have an incredible Marvel Studios pavilion on the show floor with some great costumes, as well as some giveaways, photo activations, and you never know who might show up there. If I remember correctly, a certain Josh Brolin showed up in 2019 at their pavilion to surprise guests, so who knows who might be there. Of course, there's gonna be all sorts of new collectibles and merchandise that are gonna be at the uh, Expo Marketplace. You can learn how to draw favorite Marvel characters, courtesy of our pal Brian Crosby, who has been a great friend of D23 over the years. Of course, lots of Marvel in the Hall D23 presentation, and they're going to be celebrating 60 years of the amazing Spider-Man. So you can check out D23.com for a bunch of those details. Oh, and also d23 just announced a bunch of d23 produced panels so of course everyone already knows about mouse grade with mm-hmm. our pals yvette nicole brown ashley Eckstein, and ali maki judging and of course the incomparable nina west hosting while nina on saturday is going to be hosting a d23 disney stars trivia showdown cool. so can't wait to see what that, that is and the celebrities who participate they're doing. Back to the Grid, 40 Years of Tron, presented by Enterprise. Cannot wait to see who's going to be on that panel, as well as conversations with Disney character voices. So Rick Dempsey, who oversees character voices at the Expo in 2019, made massive waves, ended up with a whole panel of princesses reading each other's lines. Who knows what's in <laughs> store this time? Cannot wait for that.
1: Wow. Wow. And that, my friends, wraps up this week's Expo news.
2: (laughs) Just Just kidding. kidding. (laughs) There's (laughs) so
1: much more. Journey into Storytelling at D23 Expo 2022 is going to showcase some truly immersive experiences for Disney television and streaming. There is going to be more than 30 fan-favorite programs from nine different brands at the Pavilion okay let's let's start with the pavilion there's so much going on here we've got photo ops we've got video ops including tony gma
0: yes a uh,
1: must-have photo op where you can put your name in lights on the famed gma marquee abbott elementary Grey's anatomy only murders in the building yes even the kardashians and so many more photo ops on top of the ops Panels, presentations galore, including a fan experience celebrating The Simpsons' reign as the longest-running animated series of all time, a sneak peek into the Beauty and the Beast 30th celebration that we talked about on the pod last week, Mm. and a lot more. Guys, this list goes on and on and on. Check out d23expo.com for all the details.
2: Well, thank goodness we're done with d23expo news. Just kidding. Got more. Last week, our pals at Disney Parks Experiences and Products announced their plans for D23 Expo, including, oh, my goodness, the Wonderful World of Dreams Pavilion, which sounds unbelievable. I mean, Parks always turns it out on the show floor with their pavilion every expo with Imagineering. I mean, it is going to be bazonkers. There's going to be a glimpse at Tiana's Bayou Adventure, more about the transformation of Epcot, New frozen experiences, Disney cruise. I mean, there's so much that's going to be in this pavilion. Cannot wait. Of course, Josh tomorrow. Bringing his game to a boundless future. Disney Parks experiences and products at Hall D23 on Sunday morning. That is going to be a cannot miss panel for Disney Parks fans. Plus, there's also panels about the Society of Explorers and Adventurers. Treasures from the Marty Sklar collection. Love him. And cannot miss Walt Disney Imagineering, 70 years of making the impossible possible. I have a feeling they are going to be bringing out a whole truckload of Imagineers. And last but certainly not least, our pal Carly, Carly Wiesel, Woo, Carly. has been announced to be the host of the World of Duffy and Friends Revealed panel on Sunday. So Fun. that and a whole lot more. I cool. guess you are going to get first access to Disney Me, this whole new Disney avatar in the Disney Parks play up, and a lot more. Again, visit d23.com for all the details.
1: Amazing. Well, country music fans, listen up. The two-time CMA Entertainer of the Year American Idol host Luke Bryan and NFL superstar Peyton Manning are going to host the 56th annual Ah. CMA Awards. Yeah. Uh, What a duo. So you can catch that on November 9th at 8 p.m. on ABC.
2: Mark Mm McCallum. Truly. Well, also coming
0: to ABC, honoring a living legend, Norman Lear. Oh, love Norman. We're celebrating his 100th birthday you guys with a primetime special norman lear 100 years of music and laughter airing september 22nd at 9 p.m eastern on abc network next down, hulu of course and stay tuned because an impressive lineup of celebrity guests and musical performers are yet to be announced but joining this epic night on abc just like love all things norman lear and this just gives me great joy yeah same
2: same Mm. switching gears a bit one of the shows i cannot wait for coming to disney plus for marvel studios she hulk and I, I guess i could have put this at the top of the show because it was part of my week last week but it's so funny they unveiled these she hulk billboards that are like advertisements to retain her services as a lawyer so you can dial one <laughs> she hulk and i was driving and noticed it but then parked of course because i would never do anything while driving other than paying attention to the road with two hands on the wheels of a, at all right. times. But I called, and it is so funny. So if you have not already, and you are anywhere near excited for She-Hulk, I would definitely call one eight seven seven She-Hulk, and uh, if you're in the U.S. and uh, get a fun surprise. Ooh, also coming to Disney Plus on Disney Plus Day, September eighth cars on the road which is yeah. ass- sherry i'm surprised you did not take this one
1: i gotta be honest i missed this when i was going through the sheet
2: <laughs> oh bless bless but- well i can tell everyone that sherry is very excited as yes. am i the trailer is hilarious for cars on the road of course owen wilson back as Lightning mcqueen Larry the cable guy returning as mater and it just looks so funny. And hey, maybe in the next issue of Disney 23, there's going to be a story about it.
1: Mm. Grab your engines.
0: Love a tease. (laughs) Which brings me to Star Wars fans. Andor is almost here and Lucasfilm is getting us ready by releasing a full trailer this week for the new series starring Diego Luna, of course, we got to debut a first look of the trailer live on GMA this week with Diego live in Times Square, which is super fun. Mm. And wait, there is more. Uh It was also announced that Andor will now premiere September 21st with not one, not two, but three episodes out in the first week and new episodes premiering Wednesdays after that. You can check out the trailer, of course, and a new official poster for Andor at StarWars.com. Nice.
1: nice. Jinx. Jinx. Well, do you hear the faint sounds of jingling? Nope. No. no, that is not some loose hangers rattling around in my closet. That is the sound of Sherry's Holiday Corner it's back.
0: Woo!
1: <laughs> Woohoo! Returning entertainment and festive traditions are coming back to Disneyland Resort this holiday season, which starts November 11th and runs through January 8th, 2023. There's a whole lot here. I'm just gonna go through my faves. Okay, Disney California Adventure Park. We've got all kinds of celebrations, including Christmas, Navidad, Diwali, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, Three Kings Day. You can celebrate all the things at the park. We've got World of Color, Season of Light. Love this show, I'm very excited. Disney, Viva Navidad. Yes. I love this so much. It's a nice. street party featuring Mickey and Minnie. They've got their festive fiesta attire and are accompanied by folklorico dancers, mariachis, samba dancers, percussion, is so much more. Skipping over to Disneyland Park. A Christmas fantasy parade. Oh, oh your friends. Right. My friends. friends, my fellow dancing gingerbread cookies, they're back. They're fresh <laughs> out the oven, joining all the other friends. <laughs>
2: Oh, it's so weird, but in magical, <laughs> also magical.
0: I love it. Just here for Clarabelle and her trying. Oh my gosh. Also,
1: thank you for calling out Clarabelle. Yes, I'm Right here with you. <laughs> oh. Then we have Believe in Holiday Magic Fireworks Spectacular featuring that iconic snowfall. And we've got It's a Small World Holiday and Haunted Mansion Holiday coming back. Then okay. over at Downtown Disney District and hotels, all three of the hotels are going to display the most festive themed beautiful Christmas trees. The annual gingerbread house display is coming back to Disney's Grand Californian hotel and spa. And there'll be so much more decor and photo ops throughout downtown Disney. And you guys, I skipped so much,
2: (laughs) but luckily
1: stay tuned.
2: (laughs) And they can also go over to our friends at the parks blog to read even more.
1: That's true.
2: I can almost taste the gingerbread men. That sounds really weird. (laughs) Now that. I realize you (laughs) were friends with one. Okay. But you know what it's time for before we eat gingerbread men. It's time. You hear that noise. I hear that noise. We love that noise. It's time for five fantastic things to watch this weekend. Presented by our friends at State Farm. For complete details and listings, visit d23.com. And remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Sherry, what's up first?
1: up first we've got the lion king sing-along version this is new to the disney plus library check it out on friday sing along and you know what dance along why not
2: why not why not not? also (laughs) on friday debuting new to the disney plus library is old dogs i thought it was my biography but no It is, of course, a very funny classic Disney film starring Disney legend Robin Williams.
0: Love it. And next up on Sunday, August 7th at 6 a.m. Eastern, because everyone deserves a great love story and you can wake up early for one. It's weird also. (laughs) (laughs) Next up, make sure you watch Love, Simon on FXX.
2: Oh, nice, nice. Well, I spy with my little eye, a m- movie that is called Spy, <laughs> which will be on Sunday, August 7th at 5 05 p.m. on Freeform. I actually watched this movie. I think I watched this movie on a plane and it stars Melissa McCarthy and Rose Byrne, and they are so funny. <laughs> so if you are around at exactly five oh five p.m., catch freeform. I love that.
0: And finally, this weekend on Sunday, August 7th at 10 p.m. Eastern on ABC, catch a new episode of The Final Straw, hosted by Janelle James, where four team contestants compete in an epic battle against gravity and physics. Guess who's going to win that one for a chance to win a grand prize of $250,000. So, hmm, love that.
1: On to today's guest, who we know and love from playing Andre Johnson Jr. for eight seasons on ABC's Emmy winning Blackish. He also appeared on Mixish and lent his voice to the animated films Ron's Gone Wrong and Pixar's The Good Dinosaur. He's reprising the role of Jr. this season on Freeform's Grownish. Please welcome to the show Marcus Scribner. Woohoo!
3: Woohoo! Thank you. I like that intro with the woos holding me down.
0: <laughs> Not everyone gets those. <laughs> yeah, come on just, now. I feel honored. <laughs> well, the new season of Gronish has just premiered, and for people who may know you from Blackish, catch us up a little bit. Where are we? What's happening?
3: Yeah, Junior has just well with Blackish. Obviously, you saw him and Olivia ended up breaking up. And Junior's kind of lost. He's trying to figure out where he wants to go from here. Obviously, he tried out college at one point and felt it wasn't for him. But he's at a different place in his life right now. And so he's deciding to go back to Cal U. At first, he really thinks that he just wants to get into school. He wants to get his degree and wants to get out back into the real world. As somebody who's already had real world experience, he's like, I don't need all that college experience stuff. But as he gets there and he gets to meet new people and forge new relationships and bonds, he really realizes that, hey, maybe this college thing isn't so bad.
2: And he lets loose a little bit and, and has some fun. Awesome. All right. So Yara's character's graduated. How much are you going to get to work with her this season? Yeah, she makes a return
3: throughout the season, for sure, as a guiding force. I'm kind of like the Anakin to her Obi-Wan, so <laughs> it's, it's minus all the evil stuff, uh, but <laughs> she definitely makes a return throughout and helps Junior out with his uh, life situations. Obviously, she's experienced college and she's kind of lived through a lot of the things that he's experiencing and offers a different perspective, which is really exciting for Junior as a character and also brings a whole new dynamic to Groan as a show.
1: Amazing. Well, you and Yara have worked together for many, many years. So mm-hmm. is she at all like a big sister to you in real life?
3: <laughs> well, in real life, <laughs> I'm actually a month older than Yara. Um, what? Oh. Know, like, yeah, I know a lot of people are shocked. But yeah, I'm a month older than Yara. So it's more like we're twinning it up. <laughs> but yeah, I think joining Gronish and both of us getting to work together again has been a blast. It's been so long. She left Blackish and went over to Gronish. Now I was five seasons ago. So getting to reprise that dynamic and that relationship is hilarious. We just had a really long episode or day of scenes that we did and a really exciting episode that's going to be coming up in the season where Junior and Zoe
0: have a lot of direct interactions. Those scenes were just hilarious and a lot of fun to film. I love it. Well, speaking of, there is a scene in episode three where you end up on the skin side of a shirts and skins party remembering that this is a disney podcast tell us about filming that scene
3: it was was a crazy scene to film honestly i've never done anything like that on blackish i mean anthony's had (laughs) moments or he's had to get you know on the skin side of things but junior stepping into this experience and with a group of random strangers was insane for him as a character but then also for marcus as an actor going into a room and Getting exposed to all that was, was crazy, but I, I think it's really fun because it's a new frontier for Gronish as a show and Junior as a character and me as an actor, and we're all going through this together. And you know, life is about having new experiences and doing things that scare you. So it was a great time to film. I love that episode, it's a pretty funny episode.
2: Blackish was incredibly iconic and very funny. Lots of laughs we saw on screen, but do you have a favorite funny behind the scenes moment?
3: Favorite behind the scenes funny moment. Probably one of my favorites is coming in and seeing Anthony in his full like skincare routine every morning was hilarious. This man had the full, the under eye (laughs) masks. He's got the heated gloves with the oil in them to make sure his cuticles are looking fine. So every morning seeing Anthony like that was hilarious. Also probably our pilot episode. (laughs) Watch Anthony, um, during the, the bro mitzvah episode did a flip, and I literally thought he had passed away on set. He did a flip, landed <laughs> on his back. No, and I no. was like, Oh my gosh, like, what do we do? It's over, blackish is done. No, I'm kidding. I was like, Anthony, are you okay? <laughs> but yeah, Anthony was fine. He popped back up. That man is made of Tracy says this all the time: Anthony is made of rubber. He's much more <laughs> nimble and athletic than you would expect. Yeah, he popped right back up.
0: Wow. I mean, never, oh never a dull moment with that one. For never, sure. ever. <laughs> <laughs> and you mentioned Anthony and Tracy. You've worked with so many just incredible actors on mm. these shows. You know, Jennifer Lewis, yeah, Morris Fishburne, to name a few. What's the best advice you've ever gotten from one of these guys? Best advice, probably one of the things that I've learned was
3: kind of just them leading by example with their activism and and using their Mm -hmm. platforms to spread awareness for things that they believe in and causes that they want to support. And also, I got a great piece of advice from Lawrence, in which he told me to diversify career wise and to not remain stagnant and always keep moving forward. And I think that's a beautiful thing always like I said earlier doing things that scare you and trying to overcome challenges that you lay forth for yourself so that you can sit at the top of the hill and be like wow look at what I've done so I started a production company I've been taking roles that excite me and are more challenging for me as an actor yeah I just hope to continue to evolve in that way always learning
1: wow that. well that that is the perfect transition because Overcoming Things That Scare You is kind of the theme of The Good Dinosaur. Let's take it back there. (laughs) I love that movie. (laughs) What do you remember about making that and seeing it, like seeing your voice on these beautiful animated films?
3: I just remember our director, Pete Song, was a blast to work with. Going up to the Pixar animation studios was insane. Obviously, dream come true for somebody who's seen every single Pixar movie. (laughs) And yeah, I'm a huge fan of animation. Huge... Fan of everything voiceover, and I've been having a ton of fun doing all of those roles and getting to do the good dinosaur was like definitely sits at like the top of one of the most insane things I've ever done. Yeah, playing Buck. Like it's funny because all my friends still call me Buck, it's a nickname that's lasted. <laughs> but yeah, I remember. It was a crazy like on the whim they were like hey can we get you to come in and like try to do this pixar role they think you'd be perfect for the role of buck he's a dinosaur and i was like say less like i'm gonna pull up um, So getting to go up to the campus working with pete it was crazy because you know with voiceover you never get to work with anybody else so i just had to go off of references of arlo's voice and it was really fun that was a long time ago i don't know that was a really long time ago. it was great
0: wow so Alex in Ron's Gone Wrong, tell us mm-hmm. about that role and how that role came about for you.
3: Kind of a similar way. They were like, hey, we have a character we think would be really cool for you. Come and give us a read and see <laughs> if it, it works. And I was like, all right, what are we working with? And was like, really annoying, mean, <laughs> a bully. And I was like, okay, oh, no. everything I am. I love it. I love that this is what you guys thought of me for. So, like thanks, question mark? Yeah, and I know. I'm like, all right. Um, so I stepped into the character, stepped into the booth and um, yeah, it was History from there, working with Thomas Barbuska and everybody else that was a part of the crew and it was a great shoot. We had a good time. That was one of the rare ones where we actually got to record in the booth together, which was kind of a nightmare because our voices kept overlapping, but I think it allowed us to like co together as a group and really
2: gang up on Ron. I feel like we don't get to know Alex very well. What do you think was his backstory? (laughs) Alex. (laughs) (laughs) i think alex of the
3: three was probably the nicest bully i really think he comes from a loving home his parents probably dote on him they think he's the best but then when he comes to school he struggles to fit in and he's kind of found this crowd that he's trying to run with and thinks that he can make himself kind of you know known and cool and whatever but realizes that Maybe they aren't doing the right thing by bullying Ron each and every day. And he's a sweetheart at heart. And in comparison to the rest oh. of the bullies, he's a good guy.
1: Oh, I love that. The nicest of three bullies. Okay. Yeah, exactly. He's the nicest bully.
0: The lesser of three okay. evils. Yeah.
1: There you go.
0: Someone well, described had... me as that too, I think. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's the nicest bully. All right.
1: <laughs> well, you've had the chance to visit the Disney parks quite a bit as part of the oh, Disney yeah. family. What was something that you couldn't believe you got to do?
3: Oh, the Millennium Falcon ride before it came out was yes. like a dream come true for me. Like getting to go to the Star Wars land area was crazy. Riding the Woody ride at Disney World. I forget which, what, it, what it's called. But that ride was nuts to get to be a part of as it was opening. Doing all that. I mean, the Avatar ride. the uh, Just yes. every single, I think those are like the coolest parts of was getting to experience those rides before the parks even open was, was nuts. Amazing. (laughs) And trying all the Star Wars food as well. The blue milk was. There it is. Yeah. I rock with the blue (laughs) milk.
2: I'm not going to lie. It was very refreshing. (laughs) All right. So for members of the Disney family, we love to ask Disney favorites. The only rule is you can't pick a project you were a part of. So favorite Disney animated film.
3: That's hard. Favorite Disney animated film. Can I do a tie between two movies or no? Sure. Sure. <laughs> okay, thank you. It's a tie between I used to watch Hercules on VHS like 24-7. So yeah. that is up there. Hercules is probably Hercules and Lilo and Stitch are my top two because Stitch ah. is like my favorite character from the Disney universe. i nice. so
0: say Lilo Lilo and Stitch and um Hercules. I'm also cheering for the VHS of it all as well. Yes. Yeah. The no, it, 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 it's different. It hits different on <laughs> it's VHS. a specific experience.
3: It's though. really, it really is like unbought. You know, the Disney VHS is too. They hit the cover art was yeah. going crazy. Oh, those
1: yeah. clamshells. Yeah, yeah,
3: exactly. I used to open it and be like, oh,
0: here we go. Oh, good. All right. Moving on. Your favorite Pixar film, which I feel is going to be a tough one to pick.
3: Favorite Pixar film can't be something I was a part of. So we'll throw a good dinosaur to the wayside. That is too tough. Honestly, I dressed up. I I don't want to be basic though, but I dressed up as Buzz Lightyear for like three years in a row when I was younger. Um, Toy Story has to be up there. (laughs) Yes.
1: Uh, Not basic, classic.
3: Yeah, Yeah, it's a classic. So Toy Story. And then honestly, I loved... Coco and I love Ratatouille. So I'm going to go with those as well. We're like big for me. Coco really hit emotionally. I was like, wow, I didn't know I could unlock inside
0: myself. Honestly, if you don't cry by the end, was it a picture? Yeah, you're not human. Yeah,
2: exactly. (laughs) Favorite Disney song? Favorite Disney
3: song. Man. Maybe You're Welcome from uh, Moana. I love that song. I I, I sing it all the time to myself. So I would probably, (laughs) yeah, that's up there. (laughs)
1: <laughs> so catchy okay or like favorite... any song
3: from Camp Rock as well as uh
1: Ooh, <laughs> good one yes favorite Marvel superhero
3: favorite Marvel superhero okay like in the MCU right now or just in general I can go
1: let's say in the MCU right now
3: okay in the MCU right now oh that is a tough one I love Spider-Man so i mean it's the issue is I have multiple like I'm a very I love a lot of <laughs> things <laughs> So I'm going to go, yeah, I'm going to go Spider-Man and I'm going to go Thor because I just, lightning has always been one of my favorite like elements, anybody who's related to lightning. So I'm going to go Thor and
0: Spider-Man, but outside of the MCU, Ghost Rider. So nice. I'm also sensing this nice bully coming out here in the- The nice bully with the Ghost Rider pick, (laughs) the (laughs) Uh anti-hero? Favorite Disney Parks attraction?
3: Expedition Everest, hands down. I love Expedition yes. Everest. Just because I, I think I have a big fear of animatronics. And so the Yeti get the end always fits <laughs> for me. And I just think it's so cool that it's like one of the biggest animatronics that they'd ever done before. I like that ride. Yeah. Favorite Disney resort to stay at. I think the only one I've ever stayed at, I've stayed at multiple times, was the Animal Kingdom. So I loved it. I had a great yes.
0: experience. Yeah.
1: Oh, Animal Kingdom Lodge. So great. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Favorite Disney park snack?
0: I was waiting for this one. I
3: mm. know everybody's going to want me to say Dole Whip. I love a Dole Whip, but I think like the turkey legs hit for me. I love a yes. turkey. Yes. Yeah. Like, the turkey legs at Disney World near um like in Hollywood, they're just out of this world. Uh-huh. I love or Epcot, oh, any of the food
0: at Epcot hits. But yeah, I'll say uh, I'll say turkey legs. Oh, so good. All great choices. And finally, here at the end... You can take a minute to to think of this one, but we end all of our guest interviews with this question, and it is, give us your favorite Disney memory.
3: Favorite Disney memory. I think my favorite Disney memory is definitely at the end of our Blackish shoot in Disney World, our final scene that we recorded was the fireworks show at the end of the night and all of our like real life family members were there, all of like our blackish cast oh. there. And it was like, just this beautiful moment. So that's mm-hmm. probably my favorite Disney memory.
0: Oh
3: I love movie. that. I feel like yeah. I got all the
0: fields
1: with that. Yeah, it
3: really hit, it really did. It, they, really, they made it very cinematic. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they always do. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Marcus, thank you so much for joining us today. This was a blast. Can't wait to see all of the future projects that are coming down the pipeline for you.
3: Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Marcus.
1: Well, Tony, before you go, I just want to thank you for bringing all that you've brought to this show to our listeners. You've brought so much joy, and I feel like more importantly, you've brought so much you. You've brought your very real stories, your incredible experiences, your spirit to us, and you've changed our podcast for the better, and I wish you the best. In in the words of Ellie, thanks for the adventure. Now go have a new one. I love you guys. Thank
2: you, Sherry. And Tony, our fabulous editor, Paul, who our listeners don't hear... Mentioned enough, but we mention him a lot when we say sorry, Paul. Every time we make a mistake, <laughs> our fabulous editor Paul cut together a little Harding gift for you for the oh. audience to hear because they only hear all the good stuff, but this is something that they won't want to miss.
0: <laughs> oh, no, oh, boy. <laughs> and Matt, where is EJ's head right now? Wait, <laughs> we Use that hashtag D23. <laughs> really? Ah! Back? <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> I'm going to do the whole thing over again. So be excited. <laughs> oh, that's me. Hello. <laughs> I didn't do my, uh, my vocal exercises again before this. <clears throat> I
2: know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to Instagram myself doing that next time. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad it's just us. So <laughs> oh I'm live streaming this too, by the way. Like- <laughs> I love that. What a wonderful tribute. Oh my gosh, and authentically me. (laughs) Yes, this last year and a half has been an adventure like Sherry said, so thank you for being here with us. And you know, why don't you take the whole outro since it's your final outro? Oh my gosh, I will. I know it's a lot, it's a lot of words, Tony. We have faith though.
0: Oh my gosh.
2: And if not, the audience will never hear because Paul will make it magical. Oh my gosh.
0: Well, again, just thank you all. And this has been the most magical time, obviously. And to borrow a phrase, I never had a friend like the two of you. That is for sure. (laughs) (laughs) So thank you. And this is totally not a goodbye. It is absolutely Positively, I see you real soon, and I appreciate you all. And thank you all for listening to D23 Inside Disney. Don't forget to like and share this episode wherever you listen or subscribe. And if you want to chat with us, hashtag D23 Inside Disney. And for all the latest Disney info, check out D23.com. Sherry and Jeffrey will be back next week with more Disney news and a fantastic Disney guest on an all-new episode of D23. Inside Inside Disney. Disney.